Hello, and welcome to Eisner Amper's podcast series on risk management. I'm your host, Nina Kelleher, and today I'll be speaking with Greg Fritzke. Greg is a director in process risk and technology solutions at Eisner Amper, specializing in robotics process automation, data analytics, and cognitive and artificial intelligence, among other areas. In my prior podcast, I discussed the importance of information technology in relation to risk management. In this podcast, I'd like to continue our risk management discussion, but shift the focus to how risk management can benefit from process automation and data analytics. I was able to sit down with Greg to get his perspective on data transformation and all that that encompasses. Hi, Greg. Can you tell us briefly what is robotics process automation? Hi, Nina. Um, I'd be happy to. So robotics process automation, also known as RPA, has been around probably for the last five to 10 years, um, probably longer, but really known as RPA more recently. Um, And it's essentially what I call a digital worker. It's essentially using a a software bot to perform the tasks of an individual. So any type of manual, repetitive, redundant, rules-based task could actually be executed using software bots. Um, This technology continues to uh, expand and a number of different folks are using it um, in their organizations. Thanks. That's helpful. Can you give us some idea how RPA can be used uh, to capture data for risk analytics? Yes. RPA is uh, because it's repetitive, because it's able to go across systems, it's able to aggregate data in a very... um, I wouldn't say simple way, but in a very harmonized way, meaning it can extract um, data, bring it into a central source. It can actually turn unstructured data into structured. Um, it can help prepare um, you know, Excel spreadsheets that you may be using, and it may actually be able to use run some of your macros and some of your extraction tools. So it's, it's very powerful from a data aggregation standpoint. But it can also be used to run algorithms and programs around data analytics and can provide a lot of uh, information over high, high volumes of data and tra- transactions, especially in the financial services space. Can you talk a little bit more about how RPA has helped in the financial services space, um, in particular around analyzing and visualizing their metrics? Sure. RPA is very useful. Um, You know, analytics obviously has been in place, financial firms in the front office um, to help with uh, making trade decisions. But in the middle to back office, all the processing, trade compliance, um, know your client allocations, all kinds of rules and regulatory issues can be managed with with RPA. So processes like a, a trade that gets executed the deal capture goes through allocations to different counterparties and brokers you may have tolerances set and rules based on you know where you can actually apply the deal or how you have to break the deal up a lot of that pre-trade compliance and also post-trade compliance activities can be managed with RPA and help with regulatory and compliance matters so what would you say to some of these financial firms that feel like they're too small to deploy some robotics? That's often a concern is how, how big is not real necessarily um, 
a, a challenge. I would say that the challenge more or less is the use cases that you have. So if you're in the transaction processing um, business, trades, transactions, high volumes, you're going to find a lot of opportunities to um, achieve efficiencies and, and use it for regulatory compliance purposes. So what I would say to those companies that think they're too small is understanding what your return on investment is, what the value is you're to achieve. So regardless of what the cost is, if it's going to cost me X to implement and I'm going to get 3X, 5X, 10X of the value, then it kind of speaks to itself. So it really doesn't come down to size of the, of the company or the spend. It's really the value you're going to achieve. That's great insight. What's some advice that you can give to financial services firms to continue to get more out of their technology? Financial service firms are always at the uh, cutting edge of technology, but they're always looking for more. Um, I would say looking for opportunities to integrate data and systems is always a challenge. Um, you get greater insights if you're able to combine your, you know, your accounting, operation systems, trading systems, um, trying to find some common taxonomy across the organization so that you're able to identify where your source data is coming from and make sense of it. So data integration is, a, is, a, is key and RPA can certainly help with that. Um, the other area, and we're seeing more uh, traction is around the unstructured data. Um, information you may be harvesting from outside the organization that's possibly it's unstructured or it's out on social media or there's other um, types of factors you're implementing or considering. Um, RPA can help with that and manage that. So I would say to financial organizations as they continue to lead um, to look at opportunities um, with data outside their organizations and how RPA can be part of a, a program to help them. Um, manage uh, large quantities of data. Thanks, Greg. Would you be able to give our listeners some ideas of best practices that you've seen or help companies use to deploy fintech as it relates to risk management? Happy to. Um, what I oftentimes see is that companies are looking for ways to expand beyond the initial proof of value. So they do a once you've kind of got your arms around what the technology can do, um, putting a program in place is important with a clear um, direction and project plan. But beyond that, I often emphasize setting up a center of expertise, which would be a combination of folks who know the business, uh, possibly folks from finance or trading, uh, people from risk management and auditing, and also obviously IT and, and data analytics folks. Um, Putting together a consortium of, of specialists in these different areas helps build these programs, governance model, and also helps you steward the data better. So these, these programs, these continuous improvement programs are being put in place by companies, both large and small. doesn't have to be all the people I said, but oftentimes it's really just having different people at the table as you define the program and figure out how you can deploy these technologies. Greg, thank you for this valuable information, and thank you for listening to the Eisner Amper podcast series. For more information on this and a host of other topics, visit eisneramper.com backslash PRTS and join us for our next podcast.